Trust me, I know guys. All we need is a beer in our hand and a bro by our side, and we are out of the way. Where were you born? What do you mind in there, sir? A child tying his tie. Uh-huh. I, I'm trying to do a simple half Windsor so she knows I'm a baby. Look at this. See how basic this knot is? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. All right, should we start the show? And the show is started. Steedo's ready. The show is started. Yeah, Steed's ready. We're ready. Chubstep's ready. Chubstep, uh, we're here with Jared, Pat, Paul, and soon a mystery guest. Yeah, which coming we'll up tell here. you every show shortly. Well, or that you'll just read on the description of the show as you. Yeah, know. or you'll already know who it is. <laughs> And I'll give you a little teaser. World record holder. That's right. Multiple time gold medalist. Uh, Before we get to that, I did want to talk to you guys about, uh, we just had Thanksgiving time. We we did a little precursor to that on last week's episode. Pat, you said you were having an issue because you guys did a little bit of virtual Thanksgiving. We did a family Zoom meeting and we're on Zoom right now. And I'm reliving some of those pains. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like this. I understand about what you're saying about it being centered. Because yeah, this is it's hard to figure out, right? I'm it, to the left of my phone right now, and I don't want it to be. This is what? Yeah, what the hell? What the? Like, ooh, look at our look at our science. I'm like, nobody gives a fuck about your nerd ass fucking computer shit. <laughs> I don't want to be on camera in general, but so, we have to get a virtual background. I like Facebook Market. I, the Facebook Messenger just, is, is Facebook I, Messenger is. Better. I do like that, Pat. What did what was the issues when you were trying to do it with your family? So um, it was across like you know multiple households and whatnot. Um, people were joining and like you know it, it's a small part of it, but you do see the name in the the bottom left corner there. Like some of the households just no name at all. It was just like um, iPhone number blah 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 or. <laughs> We tried joining from an iPad, and we somehow couldn't figure that out. And so then we had to use my cell phone. Mind you, my cell phone when we joined was at like 60%. By the time this call was over, it was at like below 20 or something. And, you know, it was one of those classic 45-minute Zoom meetings. So that basically killing my cell phone, you know, last thing I'm doing on Thanksgiving before I'm going to head back, which is like a 40 minute drive. I'm like, well, now I have no option other than stare out the window. (laughs) So that (laughs) happened. That was your one escape you had for Thanksgiving. And the other thing is like, just when you're joining these things, it's like, it's hard to like get the audio going or the video or something. It's just like, I think this was the first virtual thing we did. I, I mean, I might be wrong about that, but I think it was when, you know, this whole we started doing it this way and I just remember at first being like, okay, well this is the only option, but having used like messenger, like Paul said and other stuff, I I don't think this is the best way to virtually get together. 
I would agree. I, I'd from, agree. From a technical standpoint. We're an anti-Zoom podcast that's using Zoom right now. Exactly. Yeah. We're doing it in protest. I mean, I do like the background thing. I mean, that's fun. I can't do that on Facebook. Like, I have my dad's, um, a picture of my dad's Christmas tree with the old, what's the, the deer's name is Shaggy. And Shaggy's got a Christmas bow on his head. So, dear oh. my dad. Can I follow up on that? What, <laughs> what what caused the name Shaggy? On a I deer? don't know. My stepmom was just calling him her him Shaggy. It's a man deer. It was was a man deer. We <laughs> yeah, until we yeah. ate his penis. That's true. Until <laughs> you removed it. Until you removed it from the body. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. he is nice to touch. Like I like walking in and petting him. Yeah. So, Steve, your Christmas tree behind you, your fake one, I had my first experience of buying my own Christmas tree because every other time I've had a Christmas tree, it's either somebody else had one here or I just went to my family's house, that sort of thing, or maybe somebody gifted me one. The first year I bought one. uh, Same. When you have to decide, it's a big decision. Do you, are you like a colored lights person or are you white lights person on the tree? If you pick both, I hope that tree burns down. Uh, you do have to pick one. Um, you need to take a stance. Yeah, it needs to be white I'm, lights so or yeah. I'm I'm a multicolored light person. Okay. Huge, huge. I don't like the. I mean, if you have multiple trees, if your house is big enough, yeah, yeah throw in a white light tree. Once I'm rich off of Chubstep Podcast, yeah, I will be having a blue Christmas tree. Ooh. But I can't pull that off right now. Can't. <laughs> you have to be rich my, to do that? Yeah, I mean, I have the ceilings for it right now. They're 11 feet. But <laughs> I I just can't do it with the rest of the decor. That's fair. That's right. You do have to have the right motif for that. That's fair. Uh, I am personally a white light Christmas tree guy. Um, I think it's classier. First class. <laughs> you guys disagree, clearly. What I is think it, it's- cheaper? No, I don't think it's cheaper. cheaper. It's not you can't afford a multicolored. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah, my, you know what? The lights on my tree, Jared, they were they were white light too at one point, and then somebody paid extra money to color them in. <laughs> you know what? There's a difference between what I'm cheap with and what I'm not. Like if it's a if it's a one time purchase thing, like something I'm buying for my my house or something like that, or things like that, I I am okay spending a decent amount of money. But how much did you spend on your tree? How much money? Um, it was the biggest one that we could fit in our place. It was only like $40. Mine was um, $46, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? That's a good point. I'm kind of a cheap ass when it comes to trees. No, I mean, it literally was touching the ceiling when I brought it in. I had to cut off the top. The money truck, oh, damn. Yours is bigger than mine. I got well, a I Target. I don't have 11 foot Friday, like used Pre-Black Friday, too. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, I didn't even fill mine up. I got a seven-foot tall tree because I didn't want to spend $128 on yeah. a taller tree. Yeah. Pat, are you white lights or colored lights? You're colored lights. Colored lights, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's but about to be fair, Christmas. Hey, sorry. To be fair, I don't own any lights. But if I had a preference, it would be colored lights. <laughs> yeah. It's it's about spreading Christmas cheer for me. That's okay, actually, you don't do that with just bland whiteness. I have sure. to give a shout out to my landlord. We're actually the only building on this block that has Christmas lights Whoa. out right now. Oh, really? So we kind of cool. s- stick out like a sore thumb in the middle of the block. <laughs> you know when you're almost home on your walks back mm-hmm. in the cold. 
Especially this time of year, yeah. 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 Nice. <clears throat> Was there any other good stories from Thanksgiving, uh, your Thanksgivings that you had? I pulled the ultimate prank off on my girlfriend. What's that? Uh, late into the eve, we were at Trousseau Manor just getting wild. Everybody's wasted. Yeah, I have so much fun on this boat. I took it out last week with a couple of guys and a couple of girls. Everyone was wasted, hooking up left and right, okay? Um, she asked me for a glass of water. So I got a water bottle. Put the vodka in there. And I put a bunch of vodka in it. <laughs> And I was like, well, I put a little in. It was like maybe a shot. And I'm like, oh, it's coming out really slowly. I'm getting you more. <laughs> the ultimate prank. She just yeah. spits up vodka all over my family's well, couch. <laughs> that's Okay, I was going to say that. There's so many times that I want to just spit take. Like, you know, somebody's like, oh, try this drink. And then I just want like... In an ideal comedic world, I just take a little sip and then I spit it all out. And go, yeah. But the problem is, like, I'm always in either somebody else's house or like my house, and I don't want to clean it up. Like, I just need to be like in a park somewhere <laughs> where this happens. I just want more opportunities to spit take. I don't think it's that much to ask for, but I, it, it it's a yeah. very good effect when it can be done it, correctly. It will draw a big laugh if you can pull it off, especially nowadays because everybody's worried about cleaning it up. That's true. <laughs> That's... So if you can pull it off, like in maybe a restaurant. That you don't care about with like a carpet or something. Nobody will slip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Bird up. Did you guys want to get um, to an email here? We got a bunch, but uh, we get to like one or two here. Yeah. Okay. The first one is from Smacko. Smacko. He says, hmm. If someone mm. tinkles on the train tracks, will they get electrocuted? Thanks, Smacko. Uh, someone does what on the train tracks? Tinkles. Pat. Tinkles. Urinates. Golden showers of the train tracks. Smacko, what are you eating out in Germany, bro? Yeah. I... He wants to know if his girlfriend's lying on the train tracks <laughs> and they're engaged in a sex act, will he also be electrocuted? Okay. See, that's... <laughs> I would just... Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. Um, I, okay, well, the legitimate answer... They they did test this on Mythbusters well, uh, while here, back. Here's my question to Smacko. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you asking us? Like you could Google this. No, come on, Dad. We're way more we're way more efficient than Google. I mean, like he has I'm to wait. I'm not a fucking scientist, bro. I can't tell you. He's he has you to wait a week. Well, Google, Steve is a scientist. Pat. You just believe everything you Google, Pat. How many times have you what, seen? It, it, wait, news? hold on. Is Google Wikipedia all of a sudden, Paul? It it could be because that's the first thing I would click on, that's the first, or it would be it like a YouTube video. Ten Pat. times I peed on the train tracks. How many times? Well, since you since when are we anti Google? I guarantee if you have a question, that's the first place you go. I'm just or saying what? we're better. We're better. What was than that? Google. What was that other thing a long time ago? Ask Jeeves or something? Yeah, you do that you could just, Yeah, somebody would literally like type a Google response back to you or something. Here's Sorry, I think it was Jared, all. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, Pat. Um, how many times have you read an article? A lot of times it's political, and then you can find an article that completely refutes that first article. Now, well, you have to consider the source. Exactly. So, what is the number one and source? And you get those sources first from Google. Number one source right yes. now is Chubstep Podcast in my book. Like, if I were to just rank sources of reliability, I'm not answering the fucking question. You do it. All right. Will you get electrocuted? No. They tried this on Mythbusters. Uh, they had. Say yes. They had a. I'm gonna say yes. Well, I'm just okay, say, so if he goes out and tries this, and then he gets electrocuted, good. now we're liable. No, 
No, Jared's liable. Because I'm going to say, wait, said, let me rephrase this. We're good. Let me rephrase this. You're probably good. <laughs> <laughs> so it leaves, it leaves a little bit of doubt. It's probably good. But they did do this, like I said, they did this on, on Mythbusters a while back. They had one uh, one of the fake dummies that they made out of the gelatin mold laying on the tracks in a sexual position. They had the other one urinating on top of it, like Steve was saying. No, <laughs> no, they did. No, they didn't do that. They had, they did just have a fake like, But what they show is that when somebody's urinating, it actually has, it's like it breaks up. It's not one solid stream. So the electric. Uh, I can do a solid stream. <laughs> Steve thinks they can do Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess they didn't try everybody. You're right. You know what? I, I hope our guest joins just like that one time Jurassic Gen did. And like <laughs> oh you had to cut everybody off from talking. <laughs> we're, hey, we were talking I'm about here. something insane. Yes. You know what SmackDown? <laughs> like, completely insane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pat, I did have another email here. Um, this is from Chubber Lover 23. Uh, oh, God. Chubber Lover says, rebuttal, uh, dearest Pat, why are you so mad, girl? Sincerely, <laughs> Chubber Lover. This was about Pat last time. Uh, Chubber Lover was saying that Pat did not like potato, like was bashing on potatoes. It was a potato incident, yeah. Uh, he was anti-potato, and we're a pro-potato podcast, and Pat uh, did not. And I, said, I, said, I said last time, come correct. Don't come with a fake name. Okay. <laughs> I stand by that. <laughs> this might be the person's name, Pat. I don't know. Oh, yeah. This is the person's name. We have fans in Poland, or sorry, Russia now. I translated a message on our Instagram. I don't know if we ever talked about that. We got a Russian (laughs) person commenting. You know what? To this person's defense, I did have a friend listen to the last show, and they were like, why are you so angry? And I was like, (laughs) I'm I'm not actually angry. This is just how I talk. Sorry. The potato. That's the tone of my voice, okay? (laughs) You bring a potato in here, and I'll make it. uh, Damn it. I don't have any potato jokes. Mashed. I'll mash that potato. That is a good potato. Soundbite. Soundbite. Perfect. (laughs) Hey, I. I do also respect being called a girl, like the joke in the Sandlot. Like we're fucking 10, 12 years old. So <laughs> that movie still holds that. up. That movie holds so, up. so I guess the answer to this love, uh, email from Chubber Lover is, you're not mad. That's just how you talk. Unfortunately, that's the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just the tone <laughs> of my voice. I'm, um, I, hey, I'm Irish, dude. I didn't pick this life. This is true. just this life. Yeah, <laughs> you're born into it. Yeah. We have another email here. Let's try to get to this. Where the guest joins, um, it says, "That's my daughter's. You take that off." That's one of our sound bites. That's my daughter's. You take that off. It said, uh, "How would you define the phrase? It's free pizza, free fucking pizza. Describe a time where you got free pizza, free fucking pizza." I don't think it was ever free. I think somebody paid for it at some point. The follow-up of "It's free pizza, it's free fucking pizza" sounds like somebody's reluctant to the initial offer of the free pizza so th- this is a drunk girl thing let me let me give you the context I, of what this soundbite the is the only from. time I, I i could think of free pizza is like a work party that was a time i didn't have to Pat, you're taking pizza. this way too literally here's here's but what this is from it still wasn't free okay <laughs> here's, somebody here's, bought here's what this is from this is from the movie knock knock with keanu reeves it was free pizza free fucking pizza uh what, oh. hap- what happens in the movie is that he is his wife and family is away. These two girls come in to the room, uh, to, into his house. It's raining outside. They say, 
you know, can we, you know, dry off in here? So we're, we have somebody coming to pick us up, basically. They use the shower, <laughs> move, and they're like, hey, you know, we need, we we don't have towels. Can you help us with towels? And basically, they, like, they basically force him to have sex with him. They, like, basically, like, start taking off his pants, like, while he's, you know, he, he doesn't, he's kind of reluctant to do it, but he's kind of, like, forced into it in a certain sense, right? Um, I don't, and I don't see. Later, later, they start torturing him. And then okay, right. that's when he starts yelling and they were, cause they were torturing him because he was cheating on his wife. And he said, you know, it, it was, was free, free pizza, pizza, free fucking pizza. That's, free that's the pizza. context of this, <laughs> of this. Pizza. I mean, we say free cheese. It's the same thing as free cheese and free cheese was popularized by uh Chicago bulls announcer uh, that says uh, like, basically it'd be like if a super tall guy was stuck right next to the basket and a super short guy was guarding him, he could just turn around and score easily. It was free and cheese. Free cheese. Free cheese, baby. Yeah. So, what was the time that you got free cheese? And it doesn't have. To, it can be anything. Free fucking pizza. Yeah. Pizza. Free fucking pizza. Free pizza. Yeah. Just like Keanu Reeves. I mean, chicks just come into my apartment and they're like, <laughs> "Oh wait, wait, we're getting joined. We're getting joined now. We'll, we'll save this. We'll save the answer for later." Oh no, let's let's keep going. No, 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 we're good. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh my god. Recording live from somewhere. We're joined by Tone Stobbs. Uh thank you a lot for joining us, Tone. Yeah, thank you for having me, guys. Yeah. So I saw you on and I'm sure a lot of other people did. I'm sure you've been contacted about this because I was watching ESPN eight, the Ocho, especially when ESPN had a long period of time when uh they didn't have their traditional sports on. They started exploring other things and they also do that just in general, but uh, then I saw you in the in the pogo stick competition, competition, and I was like, you know, I need. I I was so curious about the sport. I like sports that are not mainstream, and I just was very curious about it. So I thought I'd have you on, and I'm I'm glad you joined. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. It was uh, it was really nice to be reached out to. Uh, like you said, I've had a few people reach out to me uh, just out of curiosity over what ex-pogo is and the sport of pogo sticking so it's uh nice to be on here and try to explain to you guys what the whole thing's about yeah so tell us a little bit about like extreme pogo ex-pogo as you also call it give an example of it's of what it's most similarly like and kind of how it differs from from other sports i would say uh starting out ex-pogo most similar to other sports would probably be uh BMX or scooter riding uh, mm-hmm. would be the most comparable. Um, a lot of the tricks that you see us do, you can see the origins that are taken from BMX or scooter inspiration for tricks. So it's like, uh, like big Superman grabs or um, bar spins, stuff like that. Um, they're, they're very similar to the, the tricks in BMX and scooter. Um, there's also inspirations from like uh skateboarding so you got like tricks that you take the pogo and would mimic a skateboard move like a christ air on a skateboard if you're familiar with any of that um so we try to like take from all the sports we can but we also still try to make it as unique as possible so as um most of those other sports you need like a ramp or something to really get off the ground uh with a pogo stick that we use, uh, you don't really need a ramp or any sort of uh, launch um, to really propel you up into the air. It's more of just 
you controlling that pogo stick to the best of your abilities, launching yourself seven to ten feet up in the air, somewhere in there, and throwing down the craziest tricks you can. So um, that's a way that I think that pogo stick differs from the rest of those sports. Uh, we don't really need anything but the pogo stick to really do what we do on it. Yeah, you guys do get some serious air. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's crazy to watch. <laughs> so I actually I have an initial question with what you're talking about, because when you started bringing up like some of the other um, BMX kind of stuff and like how they typically like will do certain tricks off ramps and whatnot. Do you ever like leap off of something at like a, I guess, a higher height or something to do like some weird trick or anything like that? Oh, yeah. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say you need to leap off of something to get height for a necessary trick. Um, we do sort of uh, have our own like street riding kind of deal going on where we try to just jump down giant stair sets over huge gaps, stuff like that. Um, probably the biggest thing I've seen anybody jump off of was a 14 foot tall platform. So <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> it gets pretty gnarly sometimes. You won't see me doing any of that stuff. Huh? I don't think my knees <laughs> it nowadays i was gonna say that it has to have like some extreme momentum when you land coming off oh. something like that high do you launch back up like higher if you jump off that or is the, do the springs kind of absorb it um for the most part uh the pogo sticks that we would use for something like that are uh not your traditional pogo sticks so they're air powered um as much as we would Whoa. like to a giant rebound bounce that could match that 14 <laughs> we're not quite there yet uh the highest jump on a pogo stick over a bar is recorded right now at 11 feet and i want to say two inches so nice yeah and that's from i guess no extra momentum probably yeah yeah it's a uh, kind of the same feeling um but if you were to like just jump right onto that trampoline right out of like say a overhead <laughs> maybe 10 foot tall it's going to be pretty hard to control that bounce and uh, really get the momentum one out of it. That would be a little sketch. <clears throat> That's yeah, for sure. A... <laughs> what What is the biggest difference? You said air-powered opposed to the spring, but what other differences are there with the pogo stick you use versus somebody, you know, a local one somebody would buy at a store? Um, price. For the main focus, yes, yeah, <laughs> I saw them. they're like they're like three four hundred dollars, right, in that price range. The uh, the pogo sticks we use um, typically, at least over here in America, are the air powered Vertigo pogo sticks. Um, overseas, they're still air powered, but they're uh, run by a different company called uh, TA8 pogo sticks. Um, essentially, the other differences are more customizable. Uh, parts so uh, if the parts on the air powered pogo stick break um you can buy replacements for those whereas most of the spring powered pogo stick parts you just you kind of break them and you're you're kind of left high and dry you gotta either buy a new whole pogo stick or get really creative and diy something for yourself yeah i saw a video of one of the ex pogo guys putting deer antlers on one <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't uh, typically recommend something like that. Uh, <laughs> they are uh, pretty customizable. Um, 
we're just kind of waiting for other companies to really rise up and start making some aftermarket parts for it. Uh, as, as far as custom parts go, me and a buddy are actually uh, in the process of making plastic uh, grind pegs for the bottom of them. So they're like little plastic inserts that would make grinding on uh, concrete ledges and such a little smoother, a little easier slide pretty well. So um, yeah. trying to get that really blown open, but we still need to really blow open the pogo market in general. <laughs> So where did the where did the Expogo where did that kind of start? Like when did you get into it? How did you get into it? How long has it been going on? That sort of thing. So I want to say uh, Expogo started in the early two thousands as it picked up steam and actually started going as as a extreme sport, if you would. Um, I'm a part of probably the second wave of people to show interest in it. So the wave that really caught on after like YouTube started up and stuff. So I saw videos of guys on the front page of MySpace, uh, tells yeah. you how old I am. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh was kind of hooked. Um, I saw guys trying tricks on the spring power pogo sticks. This is before the air power pogo sticks were really even a thing. Um, back then the big air pogo stick of choice was, a uh, powered by giant elastic rubber bands oh, God. weird <laughs> yeah yeah so uh it's it's definitely changed a lot but uh uh yeah. i did I've see been... a video of you from 2000 and i went i went on a deep dive <laughs> oh, man. i was like you're coming on the show i went on a deep dive 2009 it was titled tone second pogo video or something oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> it that... was you were busting out the moves back in 2009. The pogo stick did not look like it could handle, like compared to the ones that you're using in the 2020 Pogo Palooza. Mm -hmm. It was like that pogo stick seems subpar. <laughs> yeah, we've definitely made improvements over the years. They've gone through changes. Um, the pogo stick, I've actually, uh, funny story about 2009 and that year. I, spent back-to-back uh, -back hospital visits right at the beginning of my senior year that year uh, because I had one of the pogo sticks, uh, the air-powered ones. They usually they used to actually be uh, some sort of thermo space plastic that they used on the shuttle. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, didn't have, I didn't have all of the, uh, the bolts in the bottom of it. I'm supposed to have eight. I think I had like four. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, you know anything about pressurized uh, containers? They don't really like to be messed with like that. So I was just in the yard one day, bottomed it out. Two thousand nine, thing exploded at the bottom, shot right up into my jaw. Oh my god! <laughs> knocked, knocked me out completely. I don't remember anything from this day. Uh, <laughs> I just oh remember. God giant hole going through my tongue and a chipped tooth and wondering what happened oh my that is brutal <laughs> yeah yeah so uh the pogo sticks have definitely been approved upon we uh we're using metal cylinders now nice. uh, <laughs> they, can, they can handle a lot more uh a lot more use and uh i'm glad i was a guinea pig for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> uh 
I have a related but unrelated question. Um, have you ever used pogo tricks to pick up on women, and what tips and tricks work for up-and-coming pogo stick players? And that was my main motivation as a teenager in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I mean, it definitely caught me attention. It definitely gave me, like, a confidence booster when I was, like, younger trying to, you know, be a social kid not awkward like hey i jump on a pogo stick like yeah that's not really the best opener uh but yeah until you backflip it six yeah, times gotta, or do a backflip off of it you gotta let the tricks speak for themselves you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah they... as, as far as going uh to use that as your main like point you might have to uh re reevaluate your approach there (laughs) (laughs) not really exactly picking up all the ladies i mean unless uh unless you're one of the guys that was on pogo palooza that was competing shirtless and works out six times a week hey that's a that's a good tip when i looked at the tv me and jared were together and i looked at the tv i was like what's going on on the tv right now (laughs) bunch of jacked up dudes in the sun what's going on <laughs> uh I'll, I'll have to i'll have to say i'm a little past uh, my prime when it comes to physique uh i'm, I'm on the uh, spectrum in this sport i am one of the oldest ones out there actually still doing it so yeah that's impressive because i i mean you got to take like some you, well in 2009 you were breaking your jaw in half oh and yeah it's been 11 years since then Oh, I've, uh, I'm actually currently filming an all street uh, uh, pogo edit right now. Um, so just every clip in it is a street clip, some kind of grind, some kind of gap, some kind of crazy thing that I probably shouldn't be trying. But uh, it's definitely uh, been messing me up a lot lately. These last three months of <laughs> oh, yeah. question everything about the whole sport. But uh it's nice. It reminds me that I'm not invincible, um, that I'm still a human, and that this can really hurt sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, I'm convinced my wrist should be in half right now after what I did to it last week. So, oh gosh, <laughs> how how many bones have you broken? Uh, me personally, I've gotten really lucky, man. Um, like I said, my wrist should be in half right now. Uh, I landed all. <laughs> body weight on top of it on top of a handrail so um surprisingly haven't broken too many bones uh i broke my foot repeatedly like three times in a row over the span of like five months it just wouldn't feel right so i kept falling on it bad um (laughs) i've seen both of my legs bent opposite at the knee twice Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like almost bad as like those videos where people are leg pressing and their legs just sort of like cave in. Like that was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it kind of kind of looked like that a little bit. I just uh, landed a little too heavy. times oh. And just you know, that happens. <laughs> um, Got a few broken teeth, uh, like I said, with the the explosion of my face with the pogo stick. Um, <laughs> other than that, uh, maybe three or four concussions over the course of fourteen years. So that's not terrible. That's pretty good. 
that's not, yeah, that's, not, really that's like not average. Bad. But really my buddy's <laughs> broken like a total of 26 bones and he's rocking 14 concussions right now. So, oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I think, is he the highest jump record holder? He, um, He's the guy that's like been battling it out for it over the years. So he'll, he'll okay. and he'll have it for a little bit. He'll lose it. He'll get it back. Uh, currently, that record for the highest jump is uh, held by a dude out in Russia named Dimitri. Uh, Dimitri. Uh, yeah, he's pretty crazy. He's done some insane stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Well, your world record, uh, 266 jumps in a minute. Yes. Which is 4.43 jumps per second. Yes, yes, you're the first person to actually go through and calculate that. I usually <laughs> say four and a half jumps per second. So. No, 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 it's, it's 4.43. Yeah. How is that possible? So what, what did you do to do that? So I, uh, I pump up the air power pogo stick to like an absurd amount of pressure to where it will, will barely like even jump off the ground. Yes. And then I kind of repetitive jump as much as possible as low as i can as fast as i can so basically like the only parts of my body that are moving are pretty much my feet and hands and i'm not even really bouncing on the pogo stick with my body at this point i'm just kind of moving it up fast up and down uh, uh. with my hands with my legs and trying to keep the rest of my body as still as possible to get the fastest jumps possible and then at about 45 seconds is where it really, really starts to like, <laughs> um, I've had my knees buckle and give out on attempts before. Uh, it's, it's a pretty hard record. Um, I've yeah. broke three times now um, I've, in a row. Uh, so unless anybody <laughs> else is trying to beat it, I'm not touching that record ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, w I was looking for a video on it. I couldn't find it. I was like, how the heck do you manage that? But I figured it was, it was, it had to be something where you're just like doing that. And I'm like, Oh my God, that would be like, people get tired doing a plank for a minute, not moving. And you're. Yes. Yeah. It's, doing... uh, <laughs> it's sometimes it's uh, half the time, half my attempts where I've done it. Um, I don't even use like my hands holding onto the handlebars. I'll kind of like, put my hands in front of the handlebars and just sort of like overlap them and then block the pogo stick. So it can't really fly out in front of me because oh. that's <laughs> less of less uh, focus I need to have on like my arms and I could literally just focus on my legs and try to get the fastest bounce as possible. <sighs> but that is not the only, uh, the only record that I have. Technically I'm a part of a greater record which is uh the most synchronized backflips on pogo six so we have 16 people i believe backflipping on the same bounce at the same time wow oh my gosh <laughs> yeah yeah that that one was actually pretty hard to pull off <laughs> yeah. just because you have to everybody has to be in the backflip on the exact same bounce so if anybody is off got to do the whole thing again so and it's oh, pretty man. everybody on that same page so we usually uh try to flip on the fifth bounce with everybody but everybody flips at a different height everybody's yeah. a little bit some people are more comfortable to flip than others you just don't know how people will flip if they will do it on that bounce sometimes it's hard to time it up so 
that that's a fun record. And then um, another record that I'm looking to break here soon is the longest peg grind on a pogo stick, which um, I've already got the rails that I'm going to do it on. I just actually have to measure it and do it all in one shot on a video before it can be officially adjudicated. So, yeah, I've seen a lot of grind vids on your Instagram. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you were working on a big, big grind or something. And I guess you are. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I am going to get the, the world record for the longest grind at some point. Um, and that's sort of what my, uh, my street edit is more focused on is a lot of handrail grinds in the streets and stuff like that. So, cool. uh, it's, that's kind of like my niche in the pogo world. Uh, as of the last like four years or so, I kind of like, I kind of, um, what do you, what, what do I want to say? Migrated away from the big air tricks and everything that the, the younger kids are kind of coming up with and just started doing my own like lower technical style and mm-hmm. doing all the grind. Well, um, I've won the spring tech competition at Pogo Palooza the last two years in a row as well. So you could say I like to like to keep it low. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been doing this for almost 15 years now. So like I said, my body does not like to handle those big falls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's got to take a, a big toll. It does, but not to say that I haven't hit some big gnarly rails for this this video that i'm filming either so uh it's it's a love-hate relationship <laughs> yes what so I, I i missed how did you actually get started doing it i know you've been doing it a while but like how did you get it to like the professional side of it um so i've i've been pogo sticking uh like i said i saw it on uh myspace on the front page and yeah. never really stopped doing what i saw um bought uh about a year after I got into it, bought a big air pogo stick. Up until that point, I was just on the spring pogo sticks. Um, started inventing more tricks, more so than just doing the tricks that I saw. Um, because at this point, everything was just kind of up in the air. Uh, literally, metaphorically, whatever you want to take that as. And um, yes. um, I got actually sponsored professionally um started writing professionally in 2010 i want to say uh so i've been writing for probably three years at this point uh we had just had a competition in california um and the company expogo approached myself and probably eight other guys that had competed and place highly during that competition. Um, so since about 2010, I've been writing professionally just a little over 10 years now. Is it writing? Like writing seems like a weird term when you're just jumping every time. Is there, that is the term though that you would use? Uh, I mean, yeah, typically just cause we, we just consider it just like any other sport. Like you just, okay. you ride a stick. I mean, you, you could say you jump on a pogo stick yeah. or like, um, like you, it, it's kind of comparable, like oh, you ride a bike, like you, like you. You don't like, say you pedal a bike. Yeah, you don't yeah, say you fair. pedal. Yeah. A bike. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you pedal a bike. Yeah. Okay. And like, so if if we were just saying like, oh yeah, we like if I'm describing to someone like what I do, I'd say, oh yeah, I jump on a pogo stick, but typically like just 
with friends and everything. We just we go ride pogo sticks. We're gonna go ride, have Got a session, it. stuff like. So if I'm yeah, if I'm trying to like get in on the lingo, riding is what I would use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't it be cooler what? if you guys called it like sticking? We uh <laughs> we uh try to convince people that we're jumper blasting. That's a uh, that's a fun. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that is way cooler. <laughs> Jumper blasted. Blasted my uh my stick, man. Yeah. <laughs> that that's cool. Is there any other like slang terms we need to know? Uh <laughs> um I guess uh <laughs> This, there's this kid that you we used we used to not have really any term for like a bail or anything like that, um, and then this kid a couple years ago came out of the woodwork. His name is Connor Kellogg. Oh yeah, uh, and he it's, just every he, he'll he'll land, you probably saw him on the ESPN video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he he kind of lands a little squirrely sometimes. He gets shot off into like random like spots. <laughs> <laughs> okay. like, fly into, like, corner of like or the corner of wherever he's at so we just started calling it getting cornered because like if you get cornered you're just going to get thrown or launched somewhere okay (laughs) just launching getting launched you're getting bucked off you're getting you're getting thrown you're getting cornered (laughs) (laughs) i might start using that for even non-pogo related items (laughs) People might think you're like talking about pool or something like that. Yeah. But you just gotta say, I'm trying to get cornered on my pogo stick, bro. Yeah, <laughs> they'll get it. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll give them some YouTube bits to check out, yeah. and then they're good. <laughs> do you do you ever just use your uh, pogo stick to go over to like your friend's house or something like that? Do you use it for like distances, or do you ever do you just keep it pretty personal, like in around uh, your space? Uh, if I find myself like, unless it's in competition or something, if I'm jumping more than like 15 to 20 bounces, there's a problem. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're not going on like a morning, like, a morning pogo stick around the, around the neighborhood or anything. Yeah. It's a, it is not a practical mode of transportation. Okay. 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 That's fair. That's fair. Right. Uh, my, my, buddies, uh, my buddies had to film some sort of like segment where they, had to actually perform some delivery on a pogo stick, and he said it's the most exhausting thing he's ever done. Uh, performed a couple parades before, uh, most notably uh, the the Rose Parade, which is six and a half miles. Wow! And that that was like <laughs> the de- shit. Hell. <laughs> you guys have. <laughs> We started with like twelve people jumping in that, and by the end, I think we had like three to four that could actually manage to keep. <laughs> we were dropping, dropping like flies, just getting hurt every like half mile or so, just getting thrown oh, to the back man. of the truck. Like, all right, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I made it in about three miles before I had a slip out to my tailbone, and I just couldn't go on. Jeez. Yeah, that's. I mean, you guys are. Probably one of the most in shape group of athletes. Yeah, out of these, like, yeah, yeah. These pogo sticks, um, the air powered ones, at least I know. Uh, if you're putting in a solid amount of work on it, in an hour you can burn like two thousand calories. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. So it's, wow. Uh, 
if you're if you're down for weight loss, that's a good tip. Yeah, so, good to know for everybody. <laughs> weight loss, good pickup. <laughs> what is what is like the trick that kind of seems unobtainable? Kind of like you know, in uh, skateboarding, it was like the nine hundred forever until Tony Hawk did that. What is there a is there a trick like that in pogo sticking right now that seems to be unobtainable that somebody might do it someday? I wouldn't say unattainable it's just kind of a dream trick that we're just kind of waiting to see it happen which is of course the double backflip yeah um <laughs> i mean we've seen people do the dismount where you know you kind of ditch this basically you're just doing a double backflip like you would on a trampoline but mm-hmm. the next step is to double backflip with the pogo stick and um we've had a couple guys get close to it but no one's actually been ballsy enough to take it from crash mats and foam pits to an yeah. actual <laughs> Yes. So, I, I well, it will not be me. Just letting y'all know. Yes. If if you land in a foam pit, is that like considered a landing still? Like, no. Instead no. of like just, it, that, that's why I'm confused. No, if you if you land on like foam and like manage to still stay up on the pogo stick, I, it still doesn't count. That's kind of like uh if you're to land a BMX trick to like Resi or something, like mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't count it. Yes. Maybe the next advancement in the pogo stick technology will bring it there. I mean, they've gotten it around. They've it's just it's just about who's gonna actually ride oh, really? it. Out. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you're looking at like a uh, let's see, backflipping a <laughs> a pretty nasty crash. Yeah. like it like the backflip in itself just a single backflip on a pogo stick is not necessarily that difficult uh if you can (laughs) i don't want to say i would disagree i would disagree (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to say anything (laughs) but uh if if you manage to learn to ride one of the bigger pogo sticks comfortably it is one of the easier things that you can do. If you could backflip on a trampoline, you could backflip on a pogo stick. Anybody that can flip any sort of thing, like a bike or anything, they're going to tell you the flip is probably the easiest just because uh, that's what everybody wants to see anyway. So you'd mm-hmm. learn that the fastest. and It's something that you just kind of dial. Yeah, that makes sense. I have a uh, flip block, though. I ruptured both of my eardrums trying to do backflips into pools, so I cannot do backflips anymore. Oh man, I I understand what it is. Uh, I've been put in the hospital because of backflips quite a few times. Not a few I times. <laughs> well, three is a few times, I guess. Uh, <laughs> well, like, I um, can't believe you just keep going. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's uh, you, you got to keep going. I mean, it's at the end of the day, it is an extreme sport. You're gonna get messed up a lot, but. Um, it's kind of like what fuels it as well. It's like, oh, what can I do that's dope as hell and not get messed up on? Yeah. yeah. And just kind of ride away from it. But uh, it's, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's something that I've been doing for almost 15 years now. And it's, I don't know where I'd be without it. <laughs> were, it's awesome. Were you doing a different sport before that? Were you like skating or on your, you know, on a BMX bike or something like that? Yeah, so um, when I was younger, uh, my first venture into the sports world was skateboarding. When I was uh, about 10 or 11 years old, my dad got me a skateboard because uh, a friend of mine down the street had started skateboarding a few months prior. I thought it was pretty cool. 
uh, he'd let me use his skateboard, but I didn't have really one of my own. My dad got me one. Um, and that's really what sparked my interest in all of it. And from there, any sort of like action sport caught my attention. So I was always watching like X games or stuff like that. I was always playing like the Tony Hawk video games or the Dave Mira BMX games and anything that really you could do cool tricks with and stuff like that. So I was really interested in all those sports when I was younger and I would do, um, skateboarding still quite a bit. Um, it also led me into snowboarding, um, uh, which I still do now. I've lived out in Colorado, love to snowboard every year. Um, but I kind of dropped everything else once I went professional with the pogo sticking, Mm -hmm. just because, um, if I were to get hurt, um, in anything else, it's kind of like, well, now you can't make money because you got hurt doing something that you weren't making money doing. Yeah. Um, It's kind of like, uh, do you want to get hurt doing something that you're not pro at? Or do you, if you get hurt, at least on the pogo stick, you were getting paid to do it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, um, it, I kind of left the, the rest of the sports behind, um, and just pursued pogo sticking, uh, as closely as I could. I still snowboard nowadays as well. Um, I'll dabble with, uh, skateboards and stuff. Um, every time I get on one, I seem to roll my ankle though. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So where do you see pogo stick? Where do you, where do you see extreme pogo sticking going? Like where, where do you see the sports, you know, kind of taking its next step? You know, it's pogo sticking is not easy. Um, it's definitely has a steep learning curve to it. Uh, not just anybody can grab a pogo stick and immediately be good at it. Um, I've seen a lot of people come and go throughout this, throughout my years of doing it. Um, it just really depends on, you know, what we as the community do for the sport, um, which for me, I'm going to keep pushing, uh, my style of riding. Hopefully, uh, that, that gets other kids interested in going out riding street pogo and trying to do some of the grind tricks that I do. Um, I can't see it going anywhere, but up from here, um, just because we've been working on it for so long, we've been pushing it hard for 10 plus years now. Um, and we're just getting more and more exposure like, uh, ESPN. I never thought that that would happen in my life. And here I am hanging out with my family, watching myself on TV. (laughs) That's that's so cool. On a, on Thanksgiving night. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, yeah, that, that's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, I think if you have the drive and you want to get into it, definitely get into it um because i only see it taking off from here um i see more competitions uh more aftermarket parts coming out of the woodwork more pogo sticking companies coming out as well um i i know a buddy of mine has an idea for some sort of a magnetic pogo stick in the future where repel uh use the the polarity to repel the oh, magnets inside of yeah, yeah. it initial launch. So we'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> that would be cool. 
there's just a lot of possibilities and a lot of ways it could go. It's still so young in 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 its infancy um, in the world. So I'd like to see it just take off and you know become the next skateboarding, the next BMX, the next scootering, but. Uh, with that, it takes work and it takes like dedication. So we just got to find those people that are actually dedicated to it out there. And hopefully we can push uh, a bigger community for the future. Because right now, that's my main goal is to grow our community and get more people on pogo sticks. Do you guys have any events coming up? Because I know you guys do tours and obviously Pogo Palooza 2020 is done. But what do you guys have coming up? Um, we're currently with the, the whole global, oh, yeah. nothing's been <laughs> <up>. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll having a, po- we'll like, we'll always have a Pogo Palooza every year. Yeah. Um, as far as other thing goes, we do, uh, we do try to do, uh, performances all year, every year as well with the ex Pogo stunt team. Um, so hopefully this summer you'll see us, uh, at, some theme parks uh most notably would be uh cedar point up in sandusky ohio Mm -hmm. Uh, we were actually supposed to be doing that last summer before the whole pandemic hit um yeah (laughs) and that was a two and a half month run a part of a show with like a bunch of uh, other action sports uh we have booked for this summer if they do end up hiring entertainment so that's one thing that we do um we work a, uh, pretty close with the NBA as well, doing a lot of halftime shows for them. Cool. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of fun. Um, we're at we actually have a contract with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and we are a part of one of their stunt show teams called the Pogo Leers. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't pick that name, but. <laughs> uh, no, that's a lot of fun. So we're we're in contracts with them uh, usually to do five to six games a season. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. And then other places we've worked with uh, like Monster Jam before doing uh, shows between uh, their monster truck segments, I guess, like biggest. <laughs> Like, uh, they'd be in the arenas, and they need to clear out the CO2 levels, so they send us out there for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. So you guys in, can bring it all CO2. in. CO2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and, age, and we're coughing up all this black shit afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, do you know where Pogapalooza 2021 is going to be? In what city? Um, Pittsburgh. Uh, it's Pittsburgh. probably the same location again that's uh where you saw the competition taking place on um espn was the headquarters for ex pogo's offices um oh cool so uh we try to like set that outside area up a little different every year with new obstacles new boxes and stuff um this next year they're planning on uh redoing part of the outside structure completely so they're going to build like another four block area at a concrete and a little like platform over off to the left side of that so there'll be a lot more expansion for the competition next year um which i'm actually really looking forward to i think uh, we need a big like solid element to uh start from 
other than the stage that we usually start on there. Uh, it'd be nice for a little bit of variety to make the runs a little more diverse. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, maybe we'll have to make the trip. You guys yeah. should come to Chicago. Chicago. I actually <laughs> just up to Chicago. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was my layover for Thanksgiving. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good place. Good good place for Pogo Palooza 2022. Um, I've <laughs> had a lot of fun out in Chicago. That was uh, where I first auditioned for America's Got Talent. So oh. a, lot of, a lot of fun back in Chicago. Nice. <laughs> it's also the only place I've ever been stuck overnight between flights. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's no. Yeah. Yeah, Bl- blizzards kind of stuck out there. <laughs> yes, that is. That is yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Where? So, did you? How did the America's Got Talent? How did that go? The audition for that? Uh, <laughs> not well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, that, so I've been on the show twice, uh, two different seasons, um, and that was the first time I was on the show. And producers just didn't really like us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sent us through to the next round on the television uh, aired segment, but we never actually went through to the next round. So, no, oh. <laughs> that stinks. It's, it's kind of funny just what, like, looking at all the comments on the YouTube videos, like, oh, those guys were great. They got through to the next round, but we never saw them again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happened to them? Yeah. Like, all the producers shafted us. <laughs> Yeah, and then the, the, the second time, um, we did actually end up making it on the second round and jumping, um, and we were doing a segment where we lit our pogo sticks on fire. Uh, Dang. Fire, <laughs> which we've done plenty of times in the past, but the uh, the fire marshal that was on site at the uh, taping for the episode uh, at the last second was saying something about our pogo sticks being too dangerous with the fire the way that it was, so we... He changed up the uh, the amount of fluid we were using and shortened the wick quite a bit. And then in the actual segment, we couldn't even test it out, so we tried to do it on the show. The fire stayed lit for like two seconds, oh, and then went out. Lame. Kind of screwed us over. Kind of screwed us over on that one, yeah. so we did not go yeah. far. Cool. Well, it's cool you got that opportunity either way. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it was a it was a lot of fun. Um, glad we got to do it, just because, like I said, it's exposure. It helps get the word out there, and you know, it makes it so the doors open in the future. We can actually pull the fire pogo off next time, unless they decide to mess with it again. But <laughs> <we'll see. laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to take up too much of your time. It's already gone way longer than I than I told you. Uh, but. <laughs> we're sorry. We're very we're interesting. Gonna... There's a lot. Of, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious. I I did have I have one question here. Um, what about like? Is there any unwritten rules uh, with the pogo stick crew at like different skate parks? Uh, like I remember in the movie Johnny Tsunami, like the skiers and the snowboarders couldn't be on the same side. Like, is there any rules like that with pogo stickers? Not really. I would say I'm the only pogo sticker that likes to even go to skate parks. Okay. Everybody else hates skate parks. <laughs> yeah. Um, just because of like the slicker concrete surfaces that people, a lot of people slip out. I slip out all the time and destroy myself, but I'm, I'm a glutton for punishment. So, <laughs> uh, 
but no, there's not really any unwritten rule to Pogo, at least not yet. I don't think we're big enough or cool enough to have any of those <laughs> okay. unwritten rules. Okay. Uh, Got to establish ourselves a little bit beforehand. But um, no, it's really just more of just going out with the homies and having fun yeah. as much as possible. Because especially right now, uh, we we only have like... 20 professional riders okay globe and i rarely got i i only got to see them so much before the pandemic hit and then after that it's like damn <laughs> i am alone yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah we we don't want to like create like any sort of like inside groups or any sort of like tension within the community or anything or any sort of unwritten rules we just we accept all all people, all walks of life, and if you want a pogo stick, come on over and pogo stick. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so, so, Tone, where I know your Instagram uh, x pogo tone, uh, people can check you out there. Is there other spots that people should check you out as well? Uh, yeah. So on X Instagram, it's like x pogo tone. Um, you can check me out also on our main page on there, which is just x pogo. Um. It's the same on YouTube. If you want to check out any of our videos, it's just at XPogo um, is our YouTube channel. Um, some other channels that you might want to check out if you are interested in Extreme Pogo, uh, you could go check out El Pogo Loco on both <laughs> Instagram and YouTube. Um, and you can also check out on Instagram Mile High Pogo Supply. It's uh, one of my buddies who started his own like little underground Pogo Park Company uh, make some of the first aftermarket parts for Pogo sticks on the market, uh, like signature stick wraps, stickers, um, top uh, different kind of top caps for your air power Pogo sticks. So a lot of cool stuff over there. Like I said, that's Mile High Pogo Supply. Um, the other ones are X Pogo and El Pogo Loco, if you want to check those out as well. Also, if you're interested in like the history of X Pogo or anything like that, you can check out the page All Pogo, just A L L P O G O. Mm -hmm. um, and they they got a lot of uh, links to a lot of the older videos and uh, the history of the sport. So it's a good place to start if you want to learn more about it. Very cool. Sweet. Well, I want to say thank you guys yeah. again for having me. A lot of fun. Uh, I really enjoyed getting to yeah, talk. Yeah, thanks for coming on. That was awesome. I learned a lot. Awesome, dude. That was cool. Yeah, really appreciate it. Now I I'm, can. I'm just glad that you guys are interested in it and want to get the word out as well. It's like I said, I'll do anything to get the word out and really just get people interested. So thank you for the opportunity to have me on the show. It's really awesome. Yep. Thank you, Tone. I appreciate it. Uh, and we'll, we'll keep up to date on, you know, where, you know, when the next Pogapalooza and all the different, uh, televised events are and things like that. And we'll try to share it out, uh, to anybody that listens. So yeah, okay. I think we'll be the official podcast of Pogo. Text yeah. Pogo. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's not one yet. So. Hey, all right. Yes. We're, we'll take first claim. We'll take first claim for now. <laughs> so if anybody Frank wants to take that from us, they have to ask. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Tom. All right. Thanks, oh, guys. Have Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? 
All right. That was uh, Tone Stobbs. Uh, glad to have him on. Uh, we're going to save that email until the next episode because I think that is going to go long enough. Um, we might split up. Oh, we I forgot we were answering an email. We were answering an email, but we're going to wait on that. Uh, I think that interview was, you know, we'll leave that as a cliffhanger, that answer. But glad to have Tone on. He's great, obviously. Yeah, real nice guy. Yes, real nice guy. Thank, thank you again, Tone, yes, for coming you. on. Um, people email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com check out all of his uh, little things that he was just talking about or check out all of the Instagram pages he was just talking about and websites uh, and him at xpogotone chubstep podcast for us on Instagram and Twitter anything else you guys want to say here uh, should we end the show yeah we'll end the show there <laughs> the show, the show <laughs> oh, time? that went yeah. that went long yeah it went really yeah it went long i i'm glad he gave us that amount of time because that was we had a lot of questions for him and uh, yeah oh my gosh i didn't even realize it i was like oh. uh, that, that was really cool I, I was just saying that because we started the show with you know should we start the show yeah oh <laughs> that's not complaining that's about the length this was that's a good true. episode that's so. true yeah right. it was nice i'm uh, dude i'm not even kidding i was like so deep into pogo videos and I was like, man, this is fucking sick. Yeah, I know. It is very cool to watch. It's very cool to watch. Uh, we will wrap it up there. Show has ended. Rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.